Thank you for listening to the program. Today is Easter, and it's the most profound, deepest truth that I know to be in anything in Scripture is is him, and like he said, I was looking at John, uh, Revelation, the first chapter that John wrote, but he was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard a great voice, which was the voice of Christ. And briefly, the, I heard the voice say, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and last. What you see, write in a book and send it to the church. Church is. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. <clears throat> and being turned, I saw one likened to the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot and a golden girdle around him. His hair was white, white as snow. His eyes looked like fire. His voice sounded like many rushing waters. And his face was like the sun shining so strong. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. He laid his hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. I was dead. I'm, I'm the first and the last. I am he that lives. But I was dead. But behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of hell and death. So Easter is looked at as, I think, mostly the idea of the resurrection of his body, that when that was completed, then that, and it does, it meant the final thing had happened. He had presented his blood, which the life is in the blood, his life, he was made sin for us. And he was accepted, his sacrifice, his blood was accepted by God in the temple in at the altar in heaven. <clears throat> and in Hebrews, that is, it's extremely clear that the one on the earth was built after the one in heaven based on, the, like King David said, that's where it came from. So the one in heaven is not there in order to have one on the earth. The one in heaven is there because that's where he went, it says. He went there to offer his, sacri- his blood to the Father, and it was accepted. That's why the, he told the women at one point there, don't touch me, I haven't ascended. And the way I read that was actually then on foot before they, he intercepted them and said, all is well. It's, it's all is done. It's, it's been accepted, not like there was ever a doubt. But the idea of him being dead is what to understand, in my opinion, what Easter really was. Like he told Martha, I am the resurrection. Now, that's different than saying, no, there will be a resurrection and I'm going to cause it. No, he's saying, I am the resurrection. Here he says, I am, and I am is God. No beginning, no end. I am he that lives and was dead. So what does that mean, that he was dead? I was alive, but then I was dead, but now I'm alive again. Was, how was he dead? Well, how are we dead in sin? 
the same word, dead. How are we? Well, lost person, I'm not dead. Well, you're not God that's dead in sin. You're a sinner. Everybody is. So everybody in that way, the old man is dead in sin. That It's just as simple. So was he, did he become, he was made sin for us. Now that word is the same as we're his workmanship. He was made a workmanship. He, but was he a sinner? No, I don't believe that. But his soul, his life, he gave up and became cursed and cut off from God in order to taste that death for every one. And that is a death that only God could come back from because he is I am. So when he was dead, I've, I'll be honest, it, it's more than I can understand. But if I understand anything... But uh, for him to die would be like, I remember when I did not know him, did not believe in him, not at all. I was dead in sin, big time. When he came into my heart that day, that moment, I knew it was him. I knew that. And I became alive in the way that I knew Christ. I knew who he was. I was raised from the dead spiritually given a new heart a new spirit and the old nature is still there but that's not who you really really are you may think that and all that you may think you chose him he said no man can come unto me except my father give it to him peter you know who i am the only reason you do is because my father made you aware of that those are things he said but here he says to paul before and then write down these things and then over here in the letters, actually the second letter, but the first Ephesus is kind of, well, you've left first love, now what? Well, the, the, but so starting at uh, Smyrna, he says, uh, these things I have to say, the one who is the first and last was dead and is alive. I know your works. And before Paul, uh, John wrote anything down, the Lord said, I am he that was alive and I was dead. So to me, being dead in sin is, no, you're not dead, but you're not God. So I don't know of any better example. And my dad told me uh, my mom passed to to be with God. uh, And this was a couple of years later or a year later, not, not very long. But we were having a, you know, just sitting there and he said, Pat, I feel like half my heart's been ripped out. And actually, the word for widow and, and is a chasm. Uh, uh, but I knew, I, I told him I knew what he meant. But the father and son, he became, he was still God. He was still the son of God. That's why he said, I will raise myself up. The Father will raise me up. They had the same spirit. So you'd say, well, the spirit of God can't be, can't die, but it can be broken. It can be separated. That's what lost man is, separated from God. That's death, his separation. So he tasted that separation. However you want to try to uh, digest that, I don't know. But he became dead in sin not a sinner. That's why it overturned the power of the law. And he said, I have the keys now of hell and death. 
He didn't have them before. He holds everything together. He created all that there is. Right? But he made the way, made the key, because God, the Son, he gave his life. For God so loved the world, he gave his only Son to die for us. And that produced the power that overturned the law of death for every man. If you don't sin, you won't die. Well, everyone, Adam and Eve included, sin. They are, that is not God. That is dead. In, and he became not, not God, but he was made sin for us. He took our account, our guilt. And as it were, it killed him. Uh, he was broken. He wasn't not God, but he was separated from God in that way. But I'm alive now, and I'm put... That is the true resurrection. And yes, after that was accomplished, then yeah, he, he raised his body. That's true. But his body was sinless, uh, and his blood sinless. My body I give, and they had to be sinless so they wouldn't be a sacrifice. But his blood he presented like in the temple that's what as it were was presented was the blood of the animal and that's his life and he gave his life for us in the faith that the father would raise him up and he shared the same spirit as father so he could say i will raise myself i lay myself down nobody takes my life from me i lay it down and i do it why because of love so when like Lazarus or, you know, well, the point was there, a miracle of bypassed all, uh, his body saw corruption, Lazarus, on the fourth day, yeah, and the Lord said his body didn't see corruption, and he didn't see corruption, but he was held accountable for it all, and gave himself with for the joy that was set before him. He loved us with all of his heart. So he lives in us as a new spirit, a new creature. I was still me that day that he came into my heart, but I mean after that two seconds, I've never been the same as I was before that. I could say it's me, but not me, but that, that means more than that. I mean, it, it should be, we should be the me that we really are in him and not try to be the old, like, disguised as whatever. But I have the keys of hell and death. The power of the law has been overturned. Someone has been killed and suffered under the law of death, of sin, but they didn't sin, not once, not one thought. Well, that must that can't stand, the lawgiver, God would say. You can't do that. He must be raised. The same power that says if you sin, you die, says if you don't sin, you don't die. He didn't sin, but he died. He must live again. And the Father and they both, the way I see it, like they reached forth. And like the Lord called to Lazarus, come forth. And the Father to the Son, come forth out of sin as it were for sin, and be resurrected. I am the resurrection. And God had the other, he, he wasn't broken. I don't know if there's 30 minutes of silence in heaven, 
before the seventh seal is broken, the punishment of God upon the earth, then what kind of silence was there? It'd be like maybe like John there. They'd say we was all like that sort of there while that was happening. Because I would think they'd say, I've never seen the Father like that. And the Son would say, I've never been alone like this. But they came back from that. That's the love of God. And Paul says, I want to just know that power of that resurrection. That's the true resurrection of Easter. And he is spirit, soul, and body. And he gave it all for us. It's really a sobering thing that goes way beyond uh, Easter eggs. I'm not condemning Easter eggs, but still, uh, John would, I, th I think he would say, what are you talking about? Uh, what? Uh, maybe he knew, I don't know, it goes way back to egg and uh, life and all that. Who, where does life come from? It comes from him, the lawgiver, the life giver. In him is life. And he gave that life, as it were. I don't know, In really, he gave it. He died for us. And so what, what a treasure in him is all this treasure of who he is in us. That's truly, to know that is reckon yourself dead to sin so that he can raise you in newness of life every day. We go through that struggle, and it can happen and will happen if you ask him and mean it and don't doubt. But someday, like Paul said, it'll all come down to we'll look at this life as almost nothing to go through in comparison to what it'll be because everything will be made right after that. And here, no, it's not right, but there it will be. And that's by faith we understand those kind of things. Thank you for listening to the program.